The following is an exclusive sports presentation of the RBA Sports Network. you doing everybody what a night of football it's only mid-september and we've got classic rivalries fantastic finishes a major upset in our big 12 high school football poll and much much more so let's get to it it is live at 11:35, the exclusive friday night football podcast of the rva sports network part of rva sports network now our podcast series throughout the year. Rob with them along with you. So glad to have you with us. Our chat room is open here on our YouTube channel. If you want to send us a question or a comment, you are welcome to do so. What an incredible night that we've seen across the central region. Got not one, but two poll questions up and running right now at the RVA Sportsnet on Twitter. That's at the RVA Sportsnet. We ask you biggest win tonight, win week four. And we also ask you What's the best game coming up next week in week five? We'll talk about those polls for just a second. Excuse me, as soon as my internet allows me to (laughs) bring them up. And there they are. All right, fantastic. First question tonight. Again, all of these on Twitter at the RBA Sportsnet, and they're up for the next hour. They're only up for one hour, so you need to go out and vote right now. Number one, biggest winner tonight. Is it Hermitage, number one, staying that way, going to 4-0 with a 42-21 win over number 10, Verina? Was it Monaghan, the seventh-ranked Chiefs, who shocked number two, Manchester, scoring with 33 seconds to go for a 42-35 win? Is it Highland Springs, who had a severe test at the hands of the Bears of River Bend from up north, a team that put a scare into Manchester, a few weeks ago and beat James River to start their regular season? Or is it Lee Davis, who put up 51 tonight on Glen Allen? Josh Rice ran for another huge night, over 200 yards. And I'll tell you, that Lee Davis Highland Springs game of the week coming up next week here on the RBA Sports Network and live on WHAN Radio is going to be fantastic. But that's our first poll question. Second poll question up and running. What is the best game next week? Is it our game of the week? Highland Springs, Lee Davis. Is it Patrick Henry Henrico? Teams have combined to win five in a row. PH is 3-0 and without their quarterback. After the big win over deep run tonight on the game of the week, 30-27. I hope you were with us. It was a phenomenal game. And Henrico, now winners of two straight. They lost their opener to Hermitage, and now they've won two. Deep run and J.R. Tucker. And now they take on a Patrick Henry team at home next Friday night. 
Is it James River Clover Hill? And some of you will go, why in the world, Rob, did you pick that game? I'll tell you why. James River, they did lose tonight uh, to L.C. Bird, so they're 2-2. Two and two, But they have hopes in Class 6 Region B, and so does Clover Hill. They get their first win tonight, 42-6 over George With, And with Cosby losing to Huguenot, and going to 0-4 on the season, and knowing that seven of the eight teams in that region make the playoffs and the number eight seed is out, the winner of next week's game between James River and Clover Hill, that's a huge game with playoff implications down the line. Clover Hill needs it more than James River does because the Rapids have a couple, and Clover Hill only has one, and they've had three very tough losses early on. So that, that game's going to fly under the radar next week, but it's a very important game. And I think come November 3rd, when we're looking at who's in and who may be out in Class 6 Region B, this game may have something to do with that decision. And then there's a great rivalry in the Tri-Cities next Friday night that I think a lot of people are going to ignore. And we added it to our poll question, and that is Petersburg-Hopewell. You throw out the stats when the Wave and the Blue Devils get together. Hopewell, huge win on the road tonight at Powhatan to go to 2-1. and one. Petersburg, a really tough loss on the road at James Monroe. But that should be a fantastic game next week, too. So both of those questions up right now on Twitter, just for the hour, at the RVA Sportsnet. That's at the RVA Sportsnet. Well, we're going to start with the game of the week, as we normally do, because that's the game that we got to eyeball in person. Let me tell you, we've had a lot of good deep-run Patrick Henry games in our now 16 seasons of high school football on WHAN Radio. Tonight, ranked up there with the two overtime classics from 2005 and 2006. There was just moments of complete insanity in that game. Deep run comes out, and they just are running wild offensively, able to get big chunks of yardage. They get the 6-0 lead. Excuse me, they missed the extra point, but they take the early advantage. And we talked to Patrick Henry coach Keith Braxton on the Massey Wooden West scoreboard show tonight. And he said there was no panic in the guys. You know, even though it took him a while to get started, he said he is worried about the fact the defense has started slow and that has been kind of the mantra for them this year. And now that they're going into Capital District play and they go to Henrico next week and they've got, uh, let's see, they've got. Atley in two weeks, and, and Atley could be in a situation where they're desperate for a win now at 0-3. They got Verina coming up in three weeks, and that's going to be a barn burner. If they can't start slow. You can't get down to a Verina or a Henrico 14-0 early because it's, it's hard to come back on those teams. So Coach Braxton knows his defense has got to start from the get-go. But, boy, did they turn things around. Giving the offense a chance to get back into the game. You get a special teams play with a safety to make it 13-10 to 10 later in the first half. You get a phenomenal pass. I mean, just a few minutes earlier, Alex Sakar, the young sophomore quarterback for Patrick Henry, he threw a terrible pass. Uh, one hopped it to a wide-open receiver, and you're, you're driving to score. <clears throat> but when he needed it the most, he absolutely put a dime into the back corner of the end zone to Terrence Oxendine for the touchdown. They connect on the two-point try, a Sakar doing it again, and it's 18-13. Now, deep run with a huge chance to swing the game completely in their favor. Had the ball late in the first half. They scored with 8.8 seconds to go. They took a 20-18 lead to the locker room, and they had the football to start the second half. Huge. But Patrick Henry's defense comes up even bigger. They get the football. They keep deep run from scoring to up their lead. 
one of the best plays of the night came in this sequence when on a fourth down pass that had it been caught, it would have been a deep run first down. Devin Coles completely lays out the deep run receiver, and he times the hit perfectly, perfectly. When the ball showed up, so did Devin. And our photographer, Joel Klein, who works with us uh, with the Hanover Herald Progress, we've already retweeted this picture uh, at Hanover Sports. You need to go to our Hanover Sports Twitter feed right now and just scroll down and look at the picture from at Glenn Allen Joel on Twitter of the hit Devin Coles put on the Wildcat receiver on that fourth down to force the incompletion, give Patrick Henry the football. Patrick Henry scores and takes the lead. And Alex Sakar works again, both on a 60-yard touchdown run in the second half and another drop and a dime in the corner of the end zone, that time to Coles. It was 30-20, deep run. What a night for Aiden Wheeler. Working with the read option, finding lots of opportunities, over 100 yards, and he scored all four deep run touchdowns, four rushing touchdowns for Wheeler. But they get near the end of the game, Patrick Henry is able to, to, to milk a whole lot of time off the clock. They get it back with under 40 seconds to go, and they're not able uh, to get down the field in time <coughs> as they had to burn their last two timeouts just to get the football back. And so Patrick Henry survives and goes to 3-0, and 30-27, the final score. Deep run now 1-2, and two, heading into Colonial District play. This was a big night for them. You want to be 2-1, and one, not one and two in class five region B, the old 5A South region where you've got to contend with Highland Springs, Lee da- uh, um, Hermitage, Elsie Bird, Lee Davis. Uh, you know, right now we can guarantee you they are your top four right now in terms of standings in class five region B. And then after that, it's a myriad of teams wanting to try to get one of the other four playoff positions. Douglas Freeman, even their record at 2-2 two and two tonight with a big win against Atley. Now they got to hope Atley starts winning some games in the Capital District to give them some rider points. Because if Atley struggles and goes 1-9 and nine or 2-8, and eight, then that's not nearly as powerful a win for Douglas Freeman as it has been in past years. Mills Godwin going in 2-2 two and two because of their loss tonight to Hanover. Big win for the Hawks. They are at 1-2, and 10-7 the final score there. But back to Class 5 Region B for a moment. You've got Matoica who lost tonight. They're 1-2. and two. Uh, <clears throat> Excuse me. There are so many teams in that situation. You know, who's going to come out of it and, and get into the postseason and who's going to be on the outside looking in? Henrico, a big win for them tonight in that vernacular. Getting the win over J.R. Tucker, giving them their first loss of the year. Huge win for Henrico. Momentum-wise, taking them up to uh, next week's game, Capital District opener, hosting 3-0 Patrick Henry. Uh, And then in the same breath, here in Class 5 Region B, it puts them at 2-1. So they are now tied with Verina and J.R. Tucker, both at 2-1. You've got Hermitage at 4-0, Lee Davis at 3-0. They are the only unbeatens left in the region. You've got Tucker, Verina, Deep Run is now 1-2. and two. So it's Tucker, Verina, Henrico, and Prince George that are 2-1. and one. Prince George beats John Marshall tonight, 50-26. You've got L.C. Bird, Highland Springs at 3-1. and one. So there you go. Your top four teams are who, who else? 
Hermitage 4-0, Lee Davis 3-0, uh, Bird 3-1, Highland Springs 3-1. And, and again, just so that you know, if you're new to all this, it's not records that get you into the postseason, it's VHSL rider points. And the VHSL will likely begin releasing weekly standings, not this Monday, but next Monday. They normally do it the last Monday in September, and then they release them every Monday until the end of the regular season, where they release the official playoff rankings on that Sunday. Uh, but we will hopefully have run the numbers correctly for you that last Friday night of the regular season and can project what the playoff field will look like. That's our annual endeavor. Now you got teams like Mills Godwin at 2-2. Two and two. You've got Deep Run Matoica, 1-2. Douglas Freeman at 2-2. Two and two. They're all on that cusp. And now you've got Atlee, Glen Allen, 0-3 each. Meadowbrook already 0-3. They had a bye this week. They're back in action next week. And they're already behind the eight ball where they see Hermitage at 4-0. And now they're going to be prohibitively favored in their next five games in the Colonial District. They got Glen Allen, they got Tucker, they got Deep Run, they got Mills Godwin, and they got Douglas Freeman. And I don't think any of them are going to be closely favored to beat Hermitage. I think Hermitage is a favorite in all five of those games. And they likely will be 9-0 when they play Manchester October 27th. I'm just saying, I'm just I'm a realist, okay? <clears throat> you know, some people are idealists, some people are realists, some people are half and half. I'm, I kind of fall into the realist category, and I don't see anybody on Hermitage's schedule that's going to beat Hermitage in the next five weeks. Now, it's Friday night football, and I could easily be wrong. I have been before. I will be again. But <clears throat> Hermitage right now has the pathway, and this is why Hermitage has done what they've done with their schedule. It's why they dropped John Marshall and TJ off the Colonial District once the VHSL allowed that. And instead of, you know, they could have picked up a couple of, of uh, cupcakes who win four or five games a year. You know, they could have done that if they wanted to, but they didn't do that. Hermitage didn't touch anybody in Hanover County, for example. Hermitage doesn't play anybody in Hanover County now, now that Patrick Henry's not in the Colonial. Hermitage goes and they get Thomas Dale. Hermitage goes and they get Manchester a few years ago when they originally dropped Thomas Jefferson. And now Hermitage could be 9-0, their final game, at Manchester with a number one seed in Class 5 Region B at stake. And that's exactly why Hermitage's schedule is so tough. Because two years ago, Hermitage beat Highland Springs. They ran the table. They finished 10-0. and And 9-1 and Highland Springs still got the number one seed in the old 5A South Region. Why? Strength of schedule and bonus rider points in the Capital District versus a soft Colonial District. <clears throat> And thus, Hermitage knew, we got to stop. We can't, we can't be held back by having to play in a down district. And so they have toughened their schedule as best as they possibly can, as best as the VHSL will allow them. And I give great kudos to Patrick Kane, Chris Rollison, and everybody there at Hermitage High School. They didn't have to do They didn't have to add Thomas Dale to the schedule, but they did. And now look. It's September 15th. They're sitting pretty at 4-0. They'll be favored in the next five games, and then they have a chance to finish unbeaten and get big points if they can win at Manchester in late October. And then the road to Hampton has to go through Chester Fritz. That's what the Panthers are playing for right now. They want Highland Springs to have to come to them, or they want L.C. Bird to have to come to them, or they want Lee Davis to have to come to them when we get into the cold November nights near Thanksgiving. So that's why 
you schedule tough. So congratulations to Hermitage on their win. And in Class 5 right now, it really is. It's Hermitage, Lee Davis, still unbeaten. Then you got Bird and Highland Springs at 3-1. and one. And then you've got Tucker, Verina, and Henrico at 2-1. and one. Mills, Godwin, and Douglas Freeman at 2-2. Two and two, And then a bunch of teams scrambling behind them. Class 4. Let's talk a minute about Monikin's win. What a night for Monikin. 42-35. What a shootout against Manchester, and it, it, none of us should be surprised. I mean, honestly, none of us should be surprised at how crazy that game was and how offensively based it was. It happens seemingly every single year when the Chiefs and the Lancers get together. Last year, the big Manchester comeback to win by one. Tonight, the big Manchester comeback, three touchdowns in the fourth quarter to tie it on a two-point conversion with 3.37 to go, only to see Corey Brighty Scored the dagger with 33 seconds left, and my hat's off to the Monacan Chiefs. They obviously have improved from their opening night against Hanover. What I saw three weeks ago against Hanover was a team that I did not think could beat Manchester. But they have, they've put up, and they've made a believer out of me with this win tonight. 42-35 the final. They're 4-0, and now look at Class 4 Region B. Good Lord. You've got Dinwiddie, who is off tonight, 3-0. Eastern View wins tonight, big. They're 4-0. Monacan wins tonight. They're 4-0. Louisa, by tonight, they're 3-0. Patrick Henry wins tonight. They're 3-0. Huguenot wins tonight. They get their first win over Cosby in a decade, and they do it on the road. I told you coming into this season that I thought the Huguenot Falcons could surprise some people, and they are now sitting at 3-1 and one, four games through the season. Caroline, 2-2 two and two with the OT win over TJ yesterday. Midlothian off tonight. They, were, they are 1-2. and two. Powhatan is now an uncharacteristic 0-3. Hanover moves up to 1-2. and two. But right now, you've got Dinwiddie, Eastern View, Monica, and Louisa, Patrick Henry all unbeaten. That's five teams, and the top eight out of 13 get in the postseason. After that, you've got Huguenot at 3-1, and one, Caroline at 2-2. Two and two. So there's seven teams. Then after that, you've got Midlothian and Hanover each at 1-2, and two, and then everybody else has at least three losses. So look at a team like Hanover. Big win tonight over Godwin, 10-7. Huge victory for that young Hawk squad. Now, they've got a tough gauntlet the next two weeks. They go to Verina, and they host Lee Davis. So let's say they don't win either game. They go into October at 1-4. and four. Puts them in a position where they've got to get some wins. But they can be competitive with Patrick Henry. I've watched both teams now, I believe. Hanover can be competitive with Patrick Henry. They'll be favored with Armstrong. But don't sell Armstrong short. Uh, they got what I thought was a pretty impressive win last Saturday over John Marshall in a game that I think everybody assumed John Marshall would win at home. And the Wildcats got the victory. So let's not assume everybody in the Capitals is just going to beat up on Armstrong this year. They may end up winless in the Capitol, but they may not. They may pull off a win or two, and that would be much to the detriment of an Atlee or a Hanover, for example. So Hanover's going to have to find a few wins and a couple in the county. They're going to have to knock off Atlee closing night, but before that they're going to have to get work done. They, they can't rely on November 3rd. they got, they got to beat Patrick Henry. they got to try to upset Lee Davis at home. They'll have Armstrong in the mix. They need to steal a win over a Henrico or a Verina. 
so that they can look to get back in the postseason this year in Class 4. Patrick Henry at 3-0. and Now the, 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 the sledding gets tougher. Caroline, Glen Allen, Deep Run, that's one level of schedule. Now in the next three weeks, Patrick Henry has Henrico on the road, Atley on the road, and then Verina comes to Ashland three weeks from tonight. That's a totally different level of schedule. When do you get Hunter Hart back? Don't know. When you get him back, what do you do with Alex Sakar? There have been a few plays that were cringe-inducing, and then there were a few plays tonight of complete brilliance by Alex, and you can't deny that. And even Coach Braxton told us on our Massey Wood and West scoreboard show that he's amazed at the maturation of this young man, a sophomore, in the last 11 days. Patrick Henry has played three football games in 11 days. Remember, their first game got moved up to Labor Day Monday that we had on live on the game of the week. And in 11 days, Alex Sakar is 3-0. and And Patrick Henry has scored 111 points. So they're averaging 37, 38, 37 points a game. Now the defense is going to have to play better and more consistent than they did tonight, giving up the 27 to deep run. You get into a a track meet with Henrico, and that's a tougher road to hoe. So we hope my son, Robbie, should be available next week. Uh, For those of you I haven't said anything about this yet, a couple of things. Number one, uh, my my son works uh, shift work like many of you do who listen to us, and, and we love you all. For, for listening to us, following us on Twitter. We certainly appreciate each and every one of you. Um, so on you know, one week, he's working days. Actually, it's a two-week rotation. Two weeks, he's working days. Two weeks, he's working nights. And one time on Friday, he's off. And one time on Friday, he's working. So he can, he can go to games for us about every other week. So tonight, he's at work. He's on the 6P to 6A shift, so he's halfway there. Hang in there, son. Another thing that I, I guess I haven't really dropped in, in a little while on Twitter it, we found out on Tuesday um, uh, we're, we're having our first grandchild, and uh, we found out Tuesday that it's going to be a boy. And so uh, very happy to say that my son has decided to name uh, his son after my dad. My dad started it all. He was Robert E. Witham, uh, Robert Edward Witham Sr. Um, when I was born 50 years ago, everyone thought I was going to be a girl, and when I came out and shocked the world, they didn't have a boy's name ready for me. <laughs> So they named me after my dad. And so I'm Robert, e, Robert Edward Witham Jr. Uh, I named my son after my dad back in 1992, Robert E. Witham III, and he has decided to have the fourth. And that's coming sometime in late January. So fans, if, if we suddenly stop live tweeting at a basketball game in late January, say around the 23rd, it's not because we didn't care about the basketball game. It's because we got the call. And we, and we had to head to the assigned local hospital for the blessed event. So we're really excited here uh, at, at the RVA Sports Network to have, uh, to have the blessing of a, a grandchild. It just blows my mind, completely blows my mind. It puts everything else, oh my gosh, everything else in perspective. <laughs> uh, the craziness of Friday night football, the, 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 the wild nature of competition on social media from, you know, media outlets and whatnot. And you, you, you go through all that and you get into the day-to-day rut. And, and then you get, you know, a phone call that says you're having a grandson. And that just puts everything into perspective. And, and it means, you know what, if you go 5-5 five and five and miss the playoffs, that's okay. Because if you go home and you've got children to love on you, you know, and a family that loves you, no matter what, win or lose, that's what matters. That's what matters. So not to get on a tangent, but 
Uh, I just you know, thought about my son, who we hope to have at the Patrick Henry Henrico game next week, while we are on the game of the week with Lee Davis <clears throat> and Highland Springs. All right. So, again, we're going to be on November 3rd, and we're going to have a very expanded Live at 1135 podcast that night, going through all the playoff information. That'll be a crazy night. Um, we're going to look back to some of these September scores and go right there. Right there, that's where they got a, the win that got them in. Or right there, that's the missed opportunity that kept them out. Or that's the game that kept them from having a home game. Or that's the win that got them home, a home field advantage in the first round of the postseason. It's all coming up. And these games here in September, when it's still hot and humid outside, they matter. Number one, Hermitage, 42. Number 10, Verina, 21. Number seven, Monaghan upsets number two, Manchester, 42-35. Chiefs now 4-0, so is Hermitage. Manchester loses their first game of the year. Number four, Highland Springs, Beach River Bend, 19-12. That was an excellent football game. Springers, uh, just they had everything they could handle from the Bears and then some, and we expected it to be that way. This is not a surprise to us for, uh, at all. River Bend is a good football team. Number six, L.C. Bird beats James River 35-6. Looks like C.J. Donaldson and company. They've kind of righted the ship. Now two games removed from the loss at the Battle of Chester, and they want to move on through the Dominion District. And I hear right now, right here, right now, a game I'm looking to for rather obvious reasons is coming up, checking the schedule real quick, October the 20th, L.C. Bird goes to Monacan. Through all the success Monacan has had this decade, including almost making it to the state championship game, the one thing Monacan cannot do is figure out L.C. Bird. Is this the year that the Chiefs finally vanquish the Skyhawks? Because if they do, they've already beaten Clover Hill. They still have to take care of Midlothian, and James River, and an upstart Huguenot team. But if Monaghan can get past L.C. Bird October 20th, and they're still unbeaten at that point, it's possible, it's possible, we could have not one, not two, but three 10-0 teams coming out of Class 4 Region B. Monaghan, Dinwiddie, Eastern View. Then it'll be a question of how strong is your schedule. And Monaghan's at a disadvantage there. Dinwiddie may have the advantage because of the Salem game. But uh, to be honest, I'm not sure how strong Eastern View's non-district schedule is. And this year, Eastern View is in a down battlefield district up north of us. It includes Caroline Chancellor, Cortland, James Monroe, etc., some of the teams that are normally pretty good in that district are not quite as good this year. And so would it be enough loss of rider points to hurt Eastern View and let Dinwiddie be one and Monaghan be two, especially if they get the big numbers and beat Elsie Burt? <clears throat> Long way to go, but a whole lot to think about, fans, as we head into the latter half of the month of September. So Hermitage beats Verina, Monacan beats Manchester. Our new Big 12 high school football poll Monday night on NBC 12 News at 6 should be interesting. Uh, obviously, Manchester will fall. I think Monacan will rise. They could rise precipitously. How, how much, I don't know. Um, you know, because Highland Springs won, Bird won, 
Dinwiddie and Thomas Dale had buys this week. So you're number seven, but you're 4-0 and you beat number two. So you got to get some rub for that. So the new poll is going to be a lot of fun. Number eight, Lee Davis beats Glen Allen 51-13. They're 3-0. You know, when do they start rising in the polls? Does it happen next week if they beat Highland Springs at home? I would think certainly that would do it. Number nine, Hopewell, 48, Powhatan, 14. Tough start at Powhatan. Very uncharacteristic, and, and I'm hoping, rooting for Powhatan, that they right the ship. Hopewell, 2-1 and one after that tough loss opening night to Norcom. They're 2-1 and one on the year. Number 11, Goochland, tied early with Mount, not away, and then they pulled away. 31-7, the final Bulldogs are 4-0, looking good in Class 2 region. Oh, which region? I want to say Region A. Uh, Collegiate beats Western Albemarle, going out to a VHSL school, winning 33-14. Cougars, number 12 in our poll last week, are 2-0. Again, our game of the week, Patrick Henry, 30 deep run, 27. What a night for so many players. Alex Sakar for Patrick Henry. Got the 60-yard touchdown run, the two beautiful touchdown passes in the back corner of the end zone. Um, <clears throat> one to Oxendine, the other to Devin Coles. Coles with the huge defensive play to end a deep run drive in the third quarter. That could have changed the complexion of the game. And Aiden Wheeler, and I hope this doesn't get lost in the fact that deep run lost because it shouldn't. Aiden Wheeler, unofficially, 21 carries, 105 yards, and four deep run touchdowns. Aiden had a fantastic game tonight. Hanover 10, Mills Godwin 7, first win for the Hawks. Douglas Freeman 28, at least 7, the Raiders are 0-3. Freeman ends a two-game skid, they're 2-2. Henrico 41, J.R. Tucker 14, Warriors 2-1, hosting 3-0 Patrick Henry next week. J.R. Tucker has to go to deep run next week. Suddenly, that's a big game for deep run there in Class 5 Region B. They want to win to bring the Tigers back to them, both to be at 2-2, have a point advantage over him for having the head-to-head win, and that's how you climb a step closer to being in that top eight out of the 15. Huguenot, their first win over Cosby in a decade, 21-10 the final. Clover Hill, no problem with George Wythe, up 35-0 early. They win 42-6. Benedictine knocks off Fork Union, 14-11. Matoica loses big to Massaponics, but a lot of people do. 54-14 the final. Trinity Episcopal started 1-0. They're now 1-3. They lose to Norfolk Academy 43-20. Prince George beats John Marshall 50-26 to go to 2-1. James Monroe 17, Petersburg 14. Tough loss on the road for the Wave. Huge win for Colonial Heights. We've said that now three times this year. After going 0-10 last year, they're 3-0 for the first time in over a decade. Congratulations, guys. 28-26 the win over Southampton. New Kit beats Bruton big time, 61-6. Trojans are looking good. And Amelia gets a win over Cumberland, 38-14 the final. Louisa, Midlothian, Dinwiddie, Thomasdale, all of them had buys this week. Now, take a quick look at our Live at 11.35 podcast polls. I'm going to do a quick refresh, excuse me, on them so I can take a look at the latest polling. And you've got about 20 minutes left on both polls. One of them is who's the biggest winner tonight. And the other one is which is the best game in week number five. And they're both available right now on Twitter at the RVA Sportsnet. That's at the RVA Sportsnet. Right now, biggest winner tonight, 
Monaghan, 43%. Lee Davis, 35%. Hermitage, 17 And Highland Springs, 5 Best Week 5 game next week. Springers and Lee Davis, 54%. P.H. Henrico, 31%. James River Clover Hill, I'm telling you, 6A implications. Or Class 6, I should say, 10%. Petersburg Hopewell, 5%. And again, those polls are open for about 20 to 25 minutes at the RVA Sportsnet on Twitter. Now, next week, Week 5. Yes, our game of the week is... Number four, Highland Springs, at number eight, Lee Davis. Lee Davis, 3-0. and Josh Rice is running wild all over the, uh, the central region. Can Highland Springs stop Josh Rice? We'll find out next Friday. We'll be live in Mechanicsville for the game of the week. We'll begin at 6.30 next Friday night with the On the Sidelines pregame powered by Sheehy Ford of Ashland at SheehyFordAshland.com. Need a new car, truck, SUV? Need a pre-owned? You want to see the largest selection in the Mid-Atlantic? SheeheFordAshland.com. That's where you go. That's where my son went three years ago. He's loved his car ever since. SheeheFordAshland.com. That's at 6.30 next Friday. Uh, Myself, NBC12's Mark Davis, we sit down, we preview all the Week 5 action. And then we'll be live in Mechanicsville for the Springers and the Seafeds. Can't wait. Hope you'll join us. 102.9 FM, 102.9 The Mater. 1430 on your AM dial will be live. We'll be live on the TuneIn Radio app on Radial, R-A-D-I-A-L-L. Just search R-A-D-I-A-L-L. Or listen live at the link at either rvasportsnetwork.com or hanovercountysports.net. So our game of the week next week, number four, Highland Springs, number eight, Lee Davis. Number one, Hermitage goes to Glen Allen. They'll be prohibitively favored. I feel bad for Midlothian because they now have to go to number two, Manchester, as Manchester comes off their first loss of the year. Number three, Dinwiddie, week off. Now they're getting ready to get back in action. They'll go to Prince George, who got the big win over John Marshall tonight. Number five, Thomas Dale, back in action. They will be at Matoica, big rivalry match in the Central District there. And the Warriors suddenly at one and two needing a signature win to get back into the real discussion in Class 5 Region B. Huguenot goes to number 6, L.C. Bird. How much momentum will Huguenot carry from the win over Cosby into Skyhawk Nation? Monikin gets a well-deserved week off after the huge win tonight. Number 9, Hopewell hosts Petersburg. We've talked about that one. Hanover goes to number 10, Verina, who will look to get back in the winning track, go to 3-1. and one. Hanover, on the other hand, would love to pick up a win, even their record at 2-2, two and two, and get them seriously in contention in Class 4 Region B. Goochland has a bye next week. Number 12, Collegiate home to Flint Hill in the afternoon on Friday. We mentioned Patrick Henry at Henrico next Friday night. My son plans to be at Chapel Stadium. We'll have updates during our game of the week. Atlee will be at Armstrong. Hopefully, they'll have Tyler Warren back for that one. J.R. Tucker. Goes to deep run. Tigers 2-1. Wildcats 1-2. Tigers, a win there. Helps them stay really big in the race in 5B. But a loss, and it means basically deep run has clawed you back to their level. You're both 2-2, and and deep run has the advantage over you for beating you. And then that means you're one team further away from the top eight in Class 5 Region B. 
George With goes to Cosby. Cosby trying to get their first win. They're 0-4 now. John Marshall goes to Douglas Freeman, who will look to get to 3-2. James River at Clover Hill, again, a, a game I think will be very interesting. Colonial Heights, toughest test yet. They go to Meadowbrook, even though they're 0-3. They always have good athletes. And the Central District play begins there, Meadowbrook and Colonial Heights. Amelia, who won tonight over Cumberland, 38-14. They go to Bluestone next Friday. New Kent with the huge win over Bruton tonight. They next go to Pocosin. King William is back in action next week, home to Washington and Lee. Can Caroline continue their win streak? Two in a row now. They go to King George next Friday in Class 4 Region B action. Powhatan goes to Western Albemarle trying to get a first win. Louisa back in action, still unbeaten. They host Albemarle next Friday. And Benedictine on the road at Riverdale Baptist. Uh, up just into Maryland, I believe that is. And that's a Friday night game. Next Saturday, the 23rd, Norfolk Academy plays St. Christopher's. So that's a look at all the action from Friday night. The headlines of the hour. Monacan upsets Manchester. Number seven stays unbeaten, beating number two. Number one, Monacan goes to 4-0, beating number 10, Verina. Number eight, Lee Davis thrashes Glen Allen. They're 3-0. Number six, L.C. Bird. Number four, Highland Springs get victories. The Springers a much tougher battle, 19-12 over River Bend. Our game of the week was a great one. Patrick Henry goes to 3-0, still without their starting quarterback, with a 30-27 triumph over Deep Run. The scoreboard available now at rvasportsnetwork.com. That's rvasportsnetwork.com, and we will also get up the latest uh, region standings on rvasportsnetwork.com. That's where you'll find the new Big 12 High School football poll from us and NBC 12 next Monday night after 6.30 p.m. Uh, All that you need to know will be there at rvasportsnetwork.com. And hope you follow us on Twitter. If you didn't, haven't yet, join us. Join the people who joined us tonight. We'd appreciate that. Uh, anywhere in the area, we have hyper-local coverage, and we do it on purpose so that you can follow the teams you want to follow and don't follow the ones you don't. If you're in Hanover, follow Hanover Sports. If you're in Henrico, Henrico Sports. Chesterfield, Chesterfield Sports. And for the city of Richmond, the Tri-Cities, surrounding counties, and following all sports news in the RVA, U of R, VCU, Virginia Union, the Squirrels, NASCAR, whatever the case happens, then make sure you follow the RVA Sportsnet on Twitter. That's the RVA Sportsnet. Big thanks to Matt Crowder and everybody at Patrick Henry for making us feel so welcome tonight and for also bringing us a fantastic game. Man, that's one of the better games, more entertaining games we've had on the game of the week, honestly, in the last three to five years. It was a really fun game and a great great experience and atmosphere. Patrick Henry fans really brought it tonight, and so did the Deep Run fans on the other side. Great job, by the Wildcats as well. Alex Sakar is still coming into his own, but there's a bright future there. Aiden Wheeler with a huge game, but PH holds on for the 30-27 to 27 win. All right, fans, thanks for being with us on Live at 1135. I got to sleep quick because I got to be up first thing in the morning and make a carpool up to Washington, D.C. I'm filling in for Robert Fish for Randolph-Macon College Football as they take on Catholic University. We'll go on the air at 12.45 on 1029 The Mater, 14.30 a.m. We'll be live online at rmcathletics.com. Talk to you from D.C. at 12.45 Saturday afternoon. And, of course, this podcast live podcast is always available as a recorded version on our podcast website. And we'll, of course, post the link to that 
on all of our Twitter feeds and on our Facebook pages. Tonight's podcast, an exclusive presentation of the RVA Sports Network. If you want to rebroadcast or use any part of it, you got to have the express written consent of HCS Media LLC or it's a no-no. That's the official. Rob Witham saying thanks, everybody. Good night from the RVA Sports Network.